No, my wife is no, really hungry. Cool. Yeah, no, it's cool. They're not, good, huh? We're not podcasting or anything. They're Hatch Chili Sprouts Chips. Are those Hatch Chili Sprouts <laughs> Chips? <laughs> Fellas, don't drink that coffee. Twin Peaks. <laughs> hey, welcome back to Dish in the Percolator. <laughs> We're back. Welcome back, oh, everyone. Man. Dallas, is... welcome back to the podcast. I have missed you. Oh, are we recording now? <laughs> We're, well, we are. Were we always? I mean, I, I don't like to let you know. I think that kind of ruins it if I'm if I give it away. Well, on one of the, you know, this is the, the one, third podcast I do. And on the other two podcasts, one, we have a clear start point. But the other one that I do with Travis, uh, we, we he just starts. We just start. Is that the one with Travis Russell? <laughs> <laughs> okay, I promise. I promise not to. I promise to leave the auto-tune alone. Um I'd like to apologize to everyone who has followed along with us. And uh, I moved from New Jersey to California, and that really, that really took the wind out of our sails. So I'm sorry. We're back. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping that we won't have any huge, uh, any more huge delays. There's a lot of Twin Peaks to get through. We got the new season coming up next year. I'm excited. So we got to get you through this. So we're back. How how have you been, Dallas? I've missed you. You know, uh, I've been fine. Um, it's it's I've been fine. <laughs> you. It sounds like you've had like maybe a, a hole in your life, like a dish in the percolator hole in your heart that I can am, only be I, filled with this wonderful hour long podcast about <laughs> the show Twin Peaks. Am I wrong? <clears throat> Sorry. Because um, I don't think I'm wrong. Well, I told he, you he, I wasn't going to do that anymore. And I, it's just, what, it's, it's a button I hit and then it's just like instant fun. Well, here was the, here was the weird thing. Um, I, uh, like, I, I was doing a podcast. I'm sorry. I was doing a podcast that was about the West Wing. We were doing each episode of the West Wing. Wait, what? And I, so that kind of filled the hole. You are know you what I still, mean? Are you really? Is that true? <laughs> no. I hate you. No, but and yeah, on that podcast we've been doing auto tune for like a long time, so this is old hat <laughs> to me. This is like nothing. Oh man! All right, all right, <laughs> all right. I'll stop. I get it. Um. Well, welcome back, everyone, to Dish and the Percolator. This is. I'm not even gonna guess what episode of the podcast this is, but we're on episode seven. Yeah. Uh, which is uh, called, what is this one called? It's called Realization Time. Is that really what it's called? I just stopped looking. No, no, no. You can't stop looking. Um, realization Time. I, yeah, I don't know. Uh, oh, we were going to start making up our own. 
titles. We'll get, like by the end of this podcast, we'll have a new title for Realization Time. Yeah, because that one's not doing it for me, right? It's a bad name. I can can I pick a name I, for this I, episode? If you yeah, yeah like uh, I'm excited. Go for it. I would call it. Uh, oh no, I'm going to screw up the names. But I think I would call it the Adventures of Barney and Fred. <laughs> Fred and Barney. Just a friend Barney. We'll get to it later, but I like how Ed looks like Hall and Oates. Ed, this is like the best. This is the most I've liked Ed. Ed is the. How could you have only liked Ed now? Ed has been the best part of the show. No, that's not true at all. Hawk is the best part of the show. Hawk is the best part of the show. He's not really in this episode, though. No, but they do talk about him. Yeah, they should. They should always be talking about Hawk. He's a hawk. <laughs> um, it was weird not watching this show for so long and then watching it. Uh, I felt I felt like it was good to have the break. I'll be honest. I oh, felt okay. like it, it gave me some time to kind of just uh, Decom- like not decompress. Really decompress and not really know what to expect. And then I watched it and it was kind of like... Uh, the show got to a point, I think, last episode where I was starting to very much enjoy the show. Yeah. And so it was like, oh, I got to come back and like, I didn't have to start up again. You know what I mean? That's good. The, so. This one is kind of, it's building up a lot to the next episode is the season one finale. So this episode oh, really? to me, yes. The oh, first God, season, the first season was short. It was like a limited um order of uh because it started in april i think so they call that a half order in the biz a half order um Mm -hmm. but this would have been even less than that because normally i think the second season is 22 episodes which is like a typical like you know uh i guess like a you know where there's like the fall through the spring um when did this run What, what time of year this episode aired may 17th so like they started around Remember, I think we, we said the first episode, the pilot aired like around Easter um, hmm. because I think it aired against Jesus of Nazareth. So that's how I am guessing that that's what was happening. Good old Jesus of Nazareth. Um, so, yeah, this is uh, the first season is, is short. So, so like kind of s- s- uh, standing back away from this one, it's like really just a lot of setup uh, for the next episode. Um, and there's some cool stuff about that, but I, to me, it's not, it's not as enjoyable as some of the other episodes in the first season, just because it's so much just a vehicle to get to the next episode, which is a great episode. I love the season finale, but, um, but let's, let's talk about realization time or as, or as it's now known, the adventures of Barney and Fred. Yeah. Thank you. Um, this episode was written by Harley Payton who wrote the third episode, the one with the funeral. Um, and it was directed by Zoe Deschanel's dad. I was wondering that. Whose name is Caleb. And he was a cinematographer, uh, who worked on the right stuff. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. The Uh, video, uh, Oh, the video, not the movie about space travel. (laughs) The uh, new kids on the block video. Am I right? Or it got or him. It got, it got him a lot of work. Hey, that video was like, wasn't? Weren't they in like the park? And it was black and white. I don't know, but I have to go watch it now. No, Did you, everybody should true, go watch it. True or false? Did you like New Kids on the Block? Oh God, yeah. 
I I love New Kids on the Block. Yeah, man. I was a big New Kids fan. I remember, um, well, what, because the album that they had that had all the hits on it. The one it was the one before the right stuff, right? Or was the right stuff on the first one? I forget because there was the album where no, no, that was the first one. There was an album that came out that not that not everyone knew of yet, and then they broke big, and that album everybody had. And then you oh, went back. Oh, I think back, you're right. I think and you're you got right. the album where like Joe McIntyre was like 12 years old. Yeah, yeah. Because the and one the, the big one had like that was the right stuff. That was hanging tough. That was please mm-hmm. don't go girl. Uh, so. Okay, true story. And mm-hmm. I was like nine years old. I love New Kids on the Block. Like, I want to be New Kids on the Block. Sure. And they're like, they come to San Francisco, the Bay Area. My, my dad takes me to see them. And I'm like the only guy there. It was all girls, obviously, right? Yeah. But at the time, I was like, why am I the... I didn't get it. I was like, why am I the only guy here? I, I did, It was like, it, it, you know... It was a kind of a weird moment for me as a nine-year-old to be like, I, I, there's no other dudes. Yeah. I remember there was like a, a friend that I had named Dimitri. And uh, we both really liked New Kids on the Block. And we would yeah. actually like, it was back when you would sit and listen to something in your house. Yeah. And, uh, and we sat and we listened to the tape and uh, it was a cassette. And, uh, and I never thought anything weird about it until later in my life when I was like, just two young boys sitting in a house. Yeah. Just questioning everything about their life. Yeah. No, it hit me quick when I was, when I, when we got there and I realized I'm like, I'm different. <laughs> I really like pop music. I will probably one day work in musicals. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's cool. It, it's nice to have those moments. I mean, twi- look at—I talked about this earlier. Twin Peaks was the one where, like, at eleven, when I realized I really liked David Lynch. Oh, I'm different from other people. These are great things to realize at a young age. Um, one of the things that uh, I realized at a young age was that uh, I really liked Christian rap, DC Talk, little JC and the Boys, uh, maybe Michael W. Smith's harder stuff. Oh yeah, yeah, big time, when big you the, time. Like the, the guitars. Yeah, friends in. are friends forever. Oh, that's not the harder stuff. No, that's like the hard. Well, I mean, lyrically. <laughs> uh, let's move on. Okay. Well, how did we start talking about? Oh no, no, because we're talking about Caleb Deschanel. Oh god, everyone is everyone has stopped listening to this and is now listening to like This American Life or some other. No, podcast. they're listening to New Kids on the Block first album. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, are they listening to the, the one before the first, like the first first album, or the one? If you that, had to choose one New Kids on the Block album to listen to right now, what would it be? It'd be the second one, the one I know. I don't think I. I, I guess I wasn't. I guess you were a bigger fan because you went back before. I don't yeah. know if I ever got that that cassette tape because I was to be honest, I was I was rocking the cassette tape. I didn't have a CD player for another like four years. Yeah, me neither. No way. What was your first CD you bought? Do you really want to know the first CD I bought? Yes, because I know was, what it I, is. I have there was two for me, but I want to know what yours. What your the first yours CDs I bought on my own was uh, I bought um, uh, it was a Columbia House that Columbia House thing. Yeah, I did it on my own. Oh, so you had six of them. Um, I don't remember. See, I don't remember all six, which makes me think that maybe my brother and I did it together or something and he took two, but I got, um, the soundtrack to, um, the three musketeers movie Yeah, with Oliver Platt and, uh, yeah, Kiefer yeah, yeah. We Sutherland. Know, we know. 
Okay, sorry, just making sure. And uh, I got the uh, I got a, a Christian metal album by the band Die Happy. Mm-hmm. I got Helmets Betty. Yes, good choice. And I got uh, Wu Tang's Enter the Thirty Six Chambers. Yes, those are the those are the first four I can remember. I can't remember what happened to the, what were the other ones. I have no idea, but those are the ones I remember. Maybe Stone Temple Pilots. That sounds like like their second album might have been in that mix. I don't know. I have no idea. Paul Abdul's greatest hits. Okay. <laughs> and whatever Tom Petty record had free falling on it. <laughs> and there you go. Nothing wrong with those. Nothing, nothing wrong, with wrong at all. Yeah, nothing wrong with that. I'm gonna go listen to Paul Abdul after this. Um okay, Caleb Del Chanel, we we're talking about him. Zoe De Chanel, and then what's the other his other daughter's name? Emily? Emily Deschanel, she's in a show. You know, you know this part. I don't. She's in. No, no, she's like she's in a show. Emily Deschanel. I don't know. Um, He was a cinematographer, so he hadn't directed a lot of stuff, but he had shot um, the right stuff, The Mm -hmm. Natural, which is a fantastic film with Robert Redford, Mm -hmm. Um, and also more American Graffiti, which I've never seen. Um, nor will I, because didn't we say everything we wanted to say with the first American Graffiti? Did we need? <laughs> and then, and we're the, at one point where, like, I know how show business works enough to know that they had like a four-hour-long argument over whether it was going to be American Graffiti two or more American Graffiti, and that is why entertainment is dumb. Um, but I'll never see that movie. Uh, but more recently, Caleb Deschanel uh, was a cinematographer on Abraham Lincoln, Vampire Hunter. Oh, God. And that is probably why uh, Zoe Deschanel and Ben Gibbard aren't together anymore. Uh, <laughs> that is probably the only reason why. <laughs> so let's get just, into this episode. <laughs> okay, sorry. Just real quick. I apologize. 1986, New Kids on the Block, self-titled. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the one where they're all in color on the front. Like they're but all that's not the colors. one with all the hits, right? No, it had three hits. Be My Girl, Stop It Girl, and Didn't I, in parentheses, Blow Your Mind. And do you think at one point where they're like, should we put girl in the title of that? No, because it's in the other two. Wait, hold on. Oh, they, see, this is, this is why it makes sense. During their success of their second album, Hangin' Tough... Yes, that's which the was one. the one we all had. Yes, Columbia Records released the New Kids on the Block self-titled album in an attempt to uh, get better sales. It's like Blink One Eighty Two's Cheshire Cat. Yeah, yeah, right? totally. Yeah, good times, man. I'm glad we figured that out. Oh, well, welcome to back to our out. New Kids on the Block podcast. Yep. Um, we've definitely talked more about New Kids than we have about Twin Peaks. We've failed. Um, let's just end this one and, and okay, just great. Go, let's go to the season finale next week. No, 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 no. Let's get let's get to it. Okay, go. So the last episode ended with Cooper walking into his room, and there in his bed is Audrey, and she's crying, and she has not as many clothes on as normally she has. Mm-hmm. And so we pick up there. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I tripped and all my clothes fell off. <laughs> um, so 
I shouldn't have put that tar on the ground. <laughs> Wait, what? Well, because if you tripped and there's tar on the ground, then when you try to get up, all the Agent, clothes would stick Agent, to the ground. Agent Cooper, you've been eating so many bananas. <laughs> um, yes, it, it, my favorite line in this is, uh, I took an oath. That's probably my favorite. Does, uh, he, does he say that as to yeah, why he, he can't? Yeah, he took an oath as a FBI man. Not to... Not to get involved with people he's questioning and stuff. <laughs> Pretty great. I took an oath. Yes. So there's kind of this like, there isn't really a like what happened between, because there's like a break in time from when we last saw him to mm-hmm. when he's talking to her. It's like, did they or didn't they? But there were, that doesn't really. No, it's clearly. No, yeah, they didn't. So, you know, he's like, we can't do this. And she's. You know, she obviously has a big crush on him, but he says, you know, you need a friend. So why don't you go, you know, I'm going to go get us some malts. <laughs> and he might say malted. Did he say, does he say malted? Oh, I don't remember that specifically. Have you had a chocolate malt recently? No, but I, you know what, now that you're that talking about really it. sounds really good. I miss it. I've been, I haven't, you know, I've been I'm running a lot, Sean. No. Yeah, I've been doing a lot of running. No. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Yep. No. Okay. <laughs> Wait. No. Oh. Oh. No. Oh. Um, have yeah. you really been? Have you been running? Yeah, since uh, right before my birthday, someone took a picture of me, and then I saw it, and I went, "Oh no, I'm fat again!" And so, uh, so I started running. How is the How is the running? Um, it's good. I should stop eating all the ice cream after I run. Yeah, that'll kind of it'll negate it. But if, yeah, but you know, but ice no, cream but, is so good though. I actually haven't. See, that's the thing. I haven't had ice cream <sighs> since I can't remember the last ice cream I had. I, I it's been since before I started running. The tonight though for me, really? Yeah. Two, well, it's been so hot out here. Two nights. And there's ago. this really great place over here called Pepper Tree. Yeah. It, Pepper Tree Frosty. That's what it's called. Oh, okay. And it's been there since like the '60s. Yeah. And uh, and we we went last summer when it got really hot. And I think maybe we'll go again. Yeah. Yeah, good talk. Anyway, malted. Uh, I hope to enjoy malted with you at some point. Please. Um, because I feel like what you really need right now is a friend. <laughs> um, you have no idea. <laughs> I don't. It's been so long since we've talked. Yeah. So, um, okay. So, originally, there was, they did write out where this would be them at breakfast. Uh, and it would be ambiguous, like what happened. And I think I've sure. talked about this before, how the writers originally had planned for there to be a Cooper and Audrey kind of romance. But yeah. Cooper, uh, Kyle McLaughlin, was dating Laura Flynn Boyle at the time. And I feel like that there was an, it wasn't going to happen, basically. He put his foot down and said, he used the excuse of like, he would never do this, which I kind of buy. I kind of buy both sides of it. I could see Laura Flynn Boyle being like, no. And I, I could also it. see, I also agree that it seems weird that Cooper, who is this kind of moral compass, would mm-hmm. would do that. Um, I see him as kind of an asexual character. Yeah, I get that. He's that more, I, yeah. he's all about the job, right? Like, yeah, that's yeah. what we know about Cooper. He's this, like, really, you know, straightforward, you know, he doesn't drink, doesn't smoke. What does he do? Well, he solves crimes. Um, well, yeah. So, I, I, it, it makes sense to me that he would not pursue her, even though you can see he's a little tempted by it. But, well, so, how could you not be? Yeah, a naked crying woman and Sherilyn Finn to boot. Um, 
so I think that's how it ends. He says, I'm going to go down and get us some food. Um, oh, and they talk a little bit about how like Laura had secrets and Cooper does not. He says he doesn't have any secrets. Mm-hmm. Whether or not that's true, we'll find out. Um, mm-hmm. We go to the sheriff station and Lucy, Lucy's still freezing out poor Andy. Like this dude can't catch a break. He's like, he's like Mr. Doghouse, right? Well, it sounds like maybe she thought she was pregnant. Well, we get a, she gets a call from the doctor. So we're going to find out. Like I said, this is the start of how this is just setting up the The finale, the grand season finale. Um, Then we move on to, they have the minor bird, Waldo, uh, (laughs) who is malnourished. And apparently minor birds will only speak when, well fed, I guess. Um, well, duh. So they're trying to get it to eat some grapes. And uh, there's a weird Cooper moment there where it's kind of out of character because he goes, uh, Cooper, do you want to try feeding him? And he goes, I'm afraid of birds. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> it's just a weird, wait. it's like, it's really kind of like, wait, what? The guy who we've like kind of put all of our hopes into solving this mystery and to kind of like carrying the show is afraid of birds? Yeah, but I get that. Really? Why? Because birds are birds suck, man. You ever the birds aren't trustworthy. Well, I don't think it's about. So when, but I mean, like he wouldn't give it a grape. You don't know what a bird's gonna do. Look at a bird's eyes. You have no idea what's gonna happen. (laughs) Have you seen the birds? I've seen the birds. No, I hosted. Caleb Deschanel was a cinematographer. Shut up! I hosted. The show, oh, a really? show, at, yeah. I hosted a show, oh, don't start, I hosted an animal show, and at the end of the show, I, a bird would land on my hand, a parrot, or whatever it was, a cockatoo, and I would, and it would like literally like nip at my finger all the time, and I would just look at it, and it's just his eyes, you're just like, there's so much evil inside of you. Well, did you ever have a grape for it? I did. I had a lot of food for it all the time. Because if you didn't have a grape, then now you know why. Well, I gave it grapes and it made it better. But still, it's like if you don't give it a grape, it's just going to murder you. What was the bird's name? Murdered murder bird. (laughs) 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 Uh, Sorry, it was a murder bird, but it was dead. It was it it was the Grim Reaper. It was called Grim. It was called Grim Reapery. Grim Reapy. Okay, come here, Grimmy. Come here, Grimmy. Come here, Grimmy. Come here. Grimmy. Want a grape? Gonna kill you. What was that, Grimmy? <laughs> Who taught this bird how to say that? So, uh, Cooper has an idea that he'll leave his little tape recorder, which has a voice activation feature, so that when the bird finally does eat enough fruit, uh, get enough grapes in its tummy, then it'll hopefully give them some answers but they have photos there they've they've developed the photos they found Mm -hmm. in jock's cabin and so cooper says we have the who uh we have the where we don't have the why so they they have the photo of of waldo on laura's shoulder Mm -hmm. um so then we have uh we cut to the johnson residence and leo finally discovers that it's bobby um Oh, Leo's alive, first off. Hello, yeah, Leo. Yeah, that's right. Very true. Leo has been shot in the arm. We can see he's clearly wounded, but he has staked out his own house. Shelly is there. Bobby shows up, and then Leo has the realization this is who Shelly's been stepping out with. So um, 
you know, Shelly's distraught. I shot him. He, I know I shot him. I know I hit him. He's off, you know, and then Bobby kind of has this, like, I'm going to fix it all, babe, kind of moment, mm-hmm. um, which I don't, if I'm Shelly, I don't know if I'm, that makes me feel better because well, Bobby, Shelly- Bobby hasn't really done anything for anyone at this no. point, right? And also, Shelly seems like she's kind of stupid, though, so. Shelly's, yeah, Shelly is not, uh, Shelly's going to, Shelly's hanging in there. <laughs> hanging tough, as Shelly, Let's just say that Shelly married Leo Johnson. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She and married that's Leo all Johnson. we need to know about Shelly. She's well-meaning. Um, so Leo is about to, uh, I think, make a move, but he's scanning... He has a, a police monitor. Uh, very conveniently, here's that Waldo. They have Waldo, and they're thinking Waldo's going to talk. So Leo obviously knows a Waldo. Leo is smart enough to know that this this minor bird uh, could talk, I guess, mm-hmm. <laughs> and might 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 you know point the finger. Um, so he bails. Well, not the finger, probably the feather. <laughs> Do birds have fingers? No, they have feathers. Well, but, but they have little like bones, right? Where they where the wings spread out? What are those called? What wait, what? They're feathers. They're Yeah, I know but they have that feathers is like us having hair. Like we, you know what I mean? Like they have a skeleton. And like most aren't their wings like there's like bones? Birds have bones. They don't have feathers under their skin. No, but they, what do they? What, what would they have? What is that other thing? It's like a bone, but it's not a bone. Well, it's bones. I'm not. I'm not like birds have bones. I'm. I'm not saying that they're called fingers. But what are the bones in a wing called? You had a bird land on your finger for 18 years, and you never learned. Yeah, but they're not. But I'm trying to remember. That's what I'm trying to remember. They're not bones, but they're like, they're like a you know almost plastic. Plastic. Every you mean, car. You mean cartilage. Cartilage. Cl- plastic. You were really close. <laughs> you know, uh, what's it called? Diet Coke. They got Diet Coke in those wings. Diet Coke. It's made up of Diet Coke and bubble A meat gums. thermometer. Meat thermometer. <laughs> Ball peen hammer. <laughs> um, this is the best episode of Dish in the Percolator. <laughs> so there you go. Um, anyway, where were I? I'm sorry. We were talking about Waldo's fingers. Yeah, we're the bird pointing the finger at Leo. He goes to get the bird. So Leo's going to go chop off the bird's fingers before he can point him. There you go. Um, and then we get to the Hayward residence. Uh, James and Donna and Maddie are listening to the tape that Maddie found that was hidden behind Laura's bedpost, I believe. This is something she made for Jacoby. Mm-hmm. Um, and so this is where they, they're going to kind of hatch a plan where they're going to, I think they're going to, they're going to try it. I forget what they say in this scene, but they, they want to f- search Jacoby's office. I know that's the end result that they're hoping. Um, and then we get to, uh, this is a really creepy scene with Audrey hiding in, um, her boss's office at the department store. Uh, yeah, because they <laughs> the boss grabs the the her coworker and yeah, takes and he, him in the takes him in the he back give, gives her like the unicorn and it's like let's get creepy, um, 
And so he uh, he's talking to her. Obviously, she's been up to One Eye Jacks, and he asks her, "Did you have a good time? Would you like to spend more time there?" There's lots of opportunities for you. You can be a waitress or a hostess, or maybe you can like hang out with you know the dudes. Um, I think it's interesting that Audrey's just like, "I'm hiding in the closet. I think I'll light up a cigarette <laughs> because like I you know that like no one's gonna be like." Hey, it's just the two of us in my office right now. You're not smoking and I'm not smoking. So why does it smell like smoke? <laughs> what is what is she doing? Well, I, yeah, I don't know. I, she's I, maybe it's uh, to uh, highlight uh, that she's like this teenager. You know what I mean? She's just like has no fear. Yeah, she's an idiot. That's gonna get her in trouble. I think. I don't know. We don't know yet. Nah. I mean, I don't know for sure. I don't know yet. So, um, so anyway, when they walk out of the, out of the room, she grabs his notebook and she sees Ronette's name. So obviously, she's assuming that Ronette has gone down this path where she got a unicorn, and then uh, was involved with One Eye Jacks. Mm-hmm. Um, also, this is where uh, Emery Battis. This is that's her boss's name. Gives the girl this number to call, right? Uh, the Black Rose. Mm-hmm. So she is hatching this plan in her head. Um, we go to the double R, and Hank is working. And there's a moment here where Shelly kind of gives up Big Ed. And you're like, no, don't. Oh, crap. Yeah. Because um, Hank's like, yeah, what's that guy's name who's been helping out? Like, kind of just fishing, you know? Yeah. And she takes the bait. And gives up Big Ed. Um, and you love Big Ed, so I'm worried about him. And this is when Sheriff and and uh, and Cooper show up. And they Sheriff's the kind of warning, you know, Hank, you got to show up for parole. Obviously, if you feel like Hank and the Sheriff have a relationship that goes back for a while. Hank has been causing trouble. It feels like in Twin Beaks for a while. Yeah, they definitely um, don't like each other. No, not at all. Um, and then... This is where we get to, uh, like I said, to me, this episode kind of is mostly just set up, but there's a few moments I really love. And this is probably the one where Cooper says, let's, let's get coffee. And, and, uh, Truman's like, no, we got to go. And he's like, you know what? Let me, let me give you a little, let me clue you in every day. <laughs> give yourself a present. And it's, I, it's a really cool, uh, little speech he has about how, um, you know, every day kind of surprise yourself. Don't plan on it. You know, maybe it's a cup of coffee. Maybe it's a new shirt. Like, just do it. Yeah. And I love it. I, it's it's one of my favorite Twin Peaks moments. It is a good moment. It's really and, quick, and it's just kind of cool. And then they, they get the coffee and enjoy it, and, you know, that's all. And I but, will uh, tell you that when they when he was talking about it and they pushed the coffee onto the table, I wanted a cup of coffee real bad. I wanted an Oreo. I, I, I almost got up and was going <laughs> to get myself a cookie. But you know what? I, nice. I, didn't, I didn't plan it. I'm just going to nope. have one. Yeah. Um, and I like that. Yeah, it's a, it was a funny moment. Very, very good Cooper moment. Yes, agreed. Um, so then we we go back to where Audrey uh, kind of has this plan. And so she knows all these details about the meeting. So she talks about the unicorn and everything. And then she's able to get that girl to give her the number. Um, and we move on to uh, Nadine watching Invitation to Love. <laughs> And she's eating bonbons. And she mm-hmm. goes, I'm eating bonbons. Um, but poor Nadine has had her, 
her uh, idea for the drape the drape runners denied, and so she's very heartbroken. And uh, but Ed has that great moment of like you know don't give up. And so uh, anyway, it sounds like someone's home. <laughs> yeah, sorry, Sam just walked in. Hi, door. Sam. Sean's yelling hi. Tell her we're doing, a, we're doing a Harry Potter podcast. We're do, he said we're, to tell you we're doing a Harry Potter podcast. She just flipped you off. <laughs> <laughs> totally deserved? I don't know if it's totally deserved. To- seemed like a, is the book not any good? She's not, literally. Did she finish it already? 40. She's, <laughs> sorry, hold on, Sean. That's cool. Sorry, we're dealing with our cat who's eating <laughs> all of the food. <laughs> Wait, you mean all your food? Is it all gone already? Oh my God! That's this will be the fourth can today. You know, you guys should get a minor bird. Okay. Mine. You know, if you guys had a minor yeah. bird, they don't eat a lot. Apparently, according to this episode, just grapes. Just grapes. <clears throat> if we got a bird, we could just give him grapes. Don't he, roll your he, eyes. He could. He would take the grape with his finger. Amelia's his, not allergic his, to birds. He, he would get it with his plastic finger, and he could put it in his mouth. <laughs> What I'm sorry, Sean. What plastic for you? <laughs> oh, I haven't talked about it. Wait, what happened? What? I'm not embarrassed because we didn't do it. Do you have las cucarachas? Oh, dude, we had. Uh, no, oh, this we, so podcast we, is taking an interesting turn. Let's go. <laughs> Let's do it. What are we talking about now? Cockroaches. Um, do you know a lot about cockroaches? They're the fiercest killer in the animal kingdom. <laughs> I don't know anything about cockroaches. Um, no, we had neighbors that lived below us. Yeah. And um, there was like a family. I think we maybe, we've talked about them before. Yeah, we've talked about on the podcast, the ones next door to you. I feel like you slammed their door. There's those ones, but then the ones underneath us who lived there for for a while, they're, they're a family of, um, it's a, you know, it's a two bedroom. And I think that they had like seven people living in it. Yeah. Sam's saying nine, but she's wrong. This, by the way, this is this is uh, Dallas's wife. Yeah, Sam. Sam talking. Okay. Yeah. Oh wow. Okay, my Sam's saying nine, and she's getting mad at me for whatever reason. So a lot more people. I'm not mapping with you. I think we get it. More people than should be living there. Yes, and when they moved out uh, recently, they just they recently left four. moved out. They left four. They left four babies. Yeah. <laughs> Which you guys now have. And they will not shut up. And the cat um, is stealing their food. You think am by I, now am I piecing would... this together right? Yes. Uh, the cat has been raising the babies downstairs. Is it weird to make myself a can of chili? No, it's not. I want you to eat a can of chili really badly. <laughs> On this episode of Dishing the Percolator, <laughs> Dallas's wife eats a can of chili. Um, and we talk for four minutes about Do you want to make the lemongrass six? No. I would eat some if you made them. <sighs> We're going to need an explicit rating with my wife's appearance yeah, on this podcast. Yeah, can we? We I, are recording. We're I have to go. Now recording. I have to find that and bleep it. Let's move on. Did you just hear what my wife said? No, Sam. Sam, thank you. She said, is it because you have such few listeners? It doesn't matter. <laughs> That's why we never stop recording. I wonder why we have such few listeners. Because we have to listen to you eat chili, Sam. 
She can't hear you. But I know. I'm that's why you. I'm being so bold. <laughs> you know what's also bold? The chili we bought. Hey, no beans. Um, so where are I've okay. I've lost my complete train of thought. We were at uh, this went from bon the bonds. best episode to the worst episode quickly. Well, we this all needs to be added to that. Uh, I know I can't. I don't have time to do that. So, um, we are at <laughs> yes. Okay, so we move on to the Packard residence. Uh, Harry shows up. He knows that Josie was at the motel. So he's, he's kind of grilling her about it. She's like, no, I was at the mill. And he's like, no, Hawk saw you. He's a tracker. Mm-hmm. Um, and so then she says, you know, I was there taking pictures of Ben and Catherine because I'm worried they're planning, they're plotting against me. She said she heard Catherine talking about a fire at the mill. So at this point, we know that there's something going on here because Josie and Ben Horn are kind of in cahoots and Catherine and Ben Horn are in cahoots, but you don't know who knows what right mm-hmm. yeah. and we're gonna get to Catherine later on in this episode but there's a triangle going on and we don't know which point is aware of the other two um so the next thing we get to is uh is cooper talking about making a trip up to to one-eyed jacks and truman says you know that's outside of our jurisdiction and uh and then Cooper says yeah, it's probably a good, uh, you know, a good job for the the bookhouse boys. Which again, still, this is like with the "I'm afraid of birds" thing. It just doesn't feel right for him to be like, you know what? I know I'm an FBI agent, but I'm gonna like forget about that and go across the border and do stuff I'm not supposed to. Doesn't it feel that it like again? I've seen this show a million times, and it still feels like a strange choice for this. Like, I'm not gonna engage in relationships with this 18 year old girl is my bed, but I am going to go, you know, I Cooper does have his own weakness and it's like, he wants to get to the answer, even if it means kind of breaking the rules. Yeah. I think though that it's, I think it's him becoming more comfortable in the town. Sure. Yeah. Um, so they, they, they're planning a trip up there. Uh, this is when we get to what I was just talking about with Catherine, her life insurance salesman comes to, uh, have her sign off this paper that was supposed to get done. It's got to get done today. The life insurance policy takes effect at midnight. And that's when she starts piecing together. Hold on. Like, I don't remember any of this. Mm-hmm. Um, and he mentions Josie and Ben um, being involved. And Josie's the beneficiary. And I guess Ben was the one who put it together. And so she's starting to go, wait a minute. I don't. This is not right. So had she not had this kind of boy scout of an insurance salesman, this might have gone past her. But because he's like, hey, normally I, I w- I'm always involved with the actual person I'm writing the policy for. I wanted to be here in person. So it's by his own like kind of, you know, uh, this is I, I need to make sure I'm thorough on this that she finds out. Mm hmm. But she doesn't know what she's found out. She's just like, okay, something's going on. She says, like, think, you know, think what's what's happening here. Um, so she's kind of on to on to them, um, yeah, but she doesn't know what she and you know and like I, we're kind of in the dark too as to exactly what their plan. I mean, we kind of know what their plan is, but we don't know if Ben knows that Josie is anyway. Um, no, I know. They're my least favorite characters in the show. <laughs> uh, 
it's all complicated. I um, guess. Like that's like, how you just kill them off, right? It's it like doesn't a, matter. Like complicated, like a can of chili. Like you know, do I put Ooh. Fritos in this or maybe a little ice cream? Whatever, you know well, what I mean. So you're running. Are you also like? What did you eat for dinner? Are you eating differently? I ate uh, a can of chili and uh, <laughs> I had a chocolate malt and a minor bird <laughs> and a minor bird and some grapes. Um. No, we no no no. I uh, I'm uh, I don't know. That's we don't even talk about that part. So let's move on then. So uh, we go on. Uh, oh man, Leo really is a butthead. He sh- <laughs> he shoots Waldo. He yes. shoots Waldo with a shotgun. Which, by the way, sometimes and I'm sure it's done to effect, but sometimes in the show, if someone shoots a gun, it sounds like someone ended the world. <laughs> He shoots Waldo with a cannon. Yeah, it's literally. And the by the way, thing. birds have plastic fingers, but did you know that they also have like four quarts of blood in their bodies? That was a little disturbing. <laughs> like the little small bird from earlier, like had that much blood. It looks like someone cut someone's arm off. Yeah, well, that's what is in the plastic tubing is blood. <laughs> so Waldo. Poor Waldo, we hardly knew ye. Um, but then he sure did have a lot to say. Yeah, so they so they rush in there because they're there, right? This happens, and <clears throat> Leo's able to get away. But they go up there, able to play the tape, and they hear uh, Waldo saying, "You know, no, you're hurting me." And th- I think he says Leo's name, mm-hmm. so they know uh, Leo was there. Um, but uh, it's just, you know. God. If you're going to do nefarious criminal acts, you probably don't want a bird that can say everything you're saying. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I know. And why didn't they take care of Waldo earlier? I don't know. Whatever. Mm. Rest in peace, Waldo. Yeah. So I'm sorry, Waldo. Fly free. Wait, what? Fly free. Uh, so we, we're, uh, we're following now. Um, we're following... <laughs> Ed and Cooper, uh, and Ed really does look like Hall ate oats. I mean, like, <laughs> I don't know what's happening, but it, like, they're just so like the, Hey, we're not cops, uh, to the guys. <laughs> yeah. Um, but even they kind of make a joke. She makes a joke about that. And, uh, she goes, where do you work? And he goes, I own a gas station. Yeah. I'm, a, I'm an oral surgeon. <laughs> I know. It's like so dumb. <laughs> And he has this like cheesy line about looking under a hood or something. It's pretty awful. Yeah, she um, goes, oh, I got a broke down Chevy in the back. Might want to yeah. take a look at it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's pretty bad. But they're there. They're, so they go there because they want to find Jacques, right? So they're they're undercover. Mm. Um, yeah, the mustache is phenomenal. Yeah, it's pretty bad. So then they kind of like spread out. You know, I like I love there's a line before this when they're, I think they're still at the Great Northern. They're meeting and... Cooper says, anytime I gamble with the company's money, the bureau's money, I like to make a 25% return on my investment. <laughs> <laughs> so they're going to go gamble and try to find out, find where Jacques is. Um, the next thing we get to is Maddie sneaking out. And uh, we almost made it out of an episode without Leland being a bummer, but he's just like sitting on, in his couch. <laughs> it was the right amount of Leland. <laughs> Like, hey, he thought you were going to get get away. 
It was the right yeah, amount of Leland. Yeah, yeah just, I like that. Just sit, a solemn, just, weird just look. Sitting there in the dark. Just sitting there in the dark. So then we're so now we're kind of getting a glimpse into their plan to uh, lure Jacoby away. Um, so Laura, oh Maddie shows up in the wig, right? And uh, mm-hmm. she looks exactly like Laura Palmer. Isn't that weird? Because it's it is her basically. Um, so. James has this, there's a moment where James is like, you know, his jaws hitting the ground. And then you see Donna like, oh man. (laughs) And she's wearing like a hat. Not another one. Looks like something like like Ron Howard would wear when he's directing, like one of those hats. (laughs) Um, It's like, hey, Donna, if you don't want to lose your boyfriend to his ex-dead girlfriend, like maybe ditch that. Maybe ditch the Ron Howard hat. I don't know. I think I'm not, a, she like, was, I'm not an expert in the ways of love, but well, she was holding a camera, and maybe that was her homage. Maybe she's a big Ron Howard fan. Who isn't a big Ron? Opie Cunningham. He's great. He's the best. Backdraft. Come on. Oh, I can still feel the heat. <laughs> um, so they call. Is this when they call? Oh no, we don't. We they don't. We don't know yet. I'll move on. Um, we go to the Great Northern, and all the Norwegians are there, and they're singing. <laughs> and Ben kicks them all out, um, and he calls Josie, and we're kind of getting uh, kind of a a snapshot of the plan. So they want to get Catherine to the mill. So stuff's happening. Like I said, this is all a big setup for uh, yeah the season the, finale, the season finale. Um, and then Hank's there, so Hank is involved. Hank's a bad guy. Um. <laughs> yeah. Audrey uh earlier was trying to get a hold of Cooper and she slips a note under his in his room and then uh she's off to uh one eyed Jack. So we see her uh get introduced to Blackie. Blackie's obviously like the kind of the madam of this establishment. And so she interviews her and she's like, What's your name? And she gives her a fake name, Hester Prynne. Um and she's making up places like this resume, this fake resume and Blackie calls her on all this. And so then it's like, you know, why shouldn't I bounce you out of here? And she does the like <laughs> the cherry stem tie. Yeah. Um, which, uh, can you do that? I cannot. Hold on one second. Sorry. Oh, are you going to try? No, they're really good. Sorry, just try one. Sorry. No, this seems worthwhile. It is worthwhile. No, My is, wife is no, really hungry. Cool. Yeah, no, it's cool. They're not, good, huh? We're not podcasting or anything. They're Hatch Chili Sprouts Chips. Are those Hatch Chili Sprouts Chips? <laughs> <laughs> can you just can you just isolate that recording and send it to me so I can have it as my ringtone for I everything? Don't, I don't have time. You, I don't, you, there's no there's no hurry on it. I just don't have at time. Some point when you you're can done. you can download this podcast on iTunes and then do that. Um so, okay. Wait. Sorry, I cannot do the cherry trick. But you know what was funny about the cherry trick is she put it in her mouth, and you. <laughs> this is an odd thing for Sam did this, to only did hear this, my part of. <laughs> did this make this popular? By the way, was this something that people were doing? Because I, I remember people doing this like as a thing. But I, was this like? Did this make this a thing? I don't think it made. I don't think it was a Twin Peaks made it a thing. But I, I, but it was a thing because it made you know that Twin Peaks made things things right like coffee and, and minor birds <laughs> and minor birds with their plastic fingers. 
Yeah, and there was uh, no sorry. So she puts the chair in her mouth, and at first you're like, "Oh, all right," and then like it's the weird, awkward of her like trying to do it. <laughs> like her Good. face isn't really. <clears throat> sexy at all it's like truth, this be, truth be told i've done it it takes a long time like it just you, like unless you get a really really long cherry stem like yeah. this is the truth it's not going to be like that quick you know well you don't know you're not audrey not yet well with a little work i'm serious she, she what if she does it every night she just tries to do it every night and then she nailed it it would explain a lot about her character it would but why didn't she do that for agent cooper then earlier on in the episode I don't know. I haven't maybe, seen the next episode. Maybe he wouldn't have gone and got them malteds. I haven't seen season two. Who knows what happens? <laughs> okay. Um, but anyway, so then Blackie's, she's changed her mind, right? Well, yeah. You see that cherry trick and all bets are off. <laughs> so uh, it's like there's a party happening. At, Do you think by the she way, saw it, the cherry trick and she was like, oh, you, you have a great mouth. Oddly enough, we have or- oral surgeons here tonight. <laughs> We should introduce you. We're going to have you examine uh, your tongue there because <laughs> we're worried it might be too long. Um, but yeah, but speaking of which, there's kind of a party happening here because they're there. <clears throat> Cooper's there. And Ben and the Norwegians are on their way there. So, like, this is it's all happening that night, you know, mm-hmm. at Jack's. Um, and speaking of at Jack's, we, we uh, were left with uh, Cooper. Is playing blackjack, and um, Jacques is the uh, is the guy who kind of taps in. You know, he's he's the new dealer. Um, but that's where they end with them. So that's what they're that's who they're there for. And we'll have to obviously wait till the next episode to see how that goes. Um, we're back to <clears throat> the uh, our three favorite characters: uh, Maddie, James, and Donna. And they call Jacoby. Um, Maddie calls Jacoby as Laura and he's like, you know, come on, who is this really? She says, look outside. There's a package and there's a package with a video of her holding a paper with like the day's date to say like, Hey, it's me. It's now. Um, and so he watches that. And so he's like, okay, what's going on? She says, meet me at this place. That's obviously not where they are, but it's all a diversion to get him out of his office. Um, and so, we watch Bobby is there and he's watching this happen. Someone else is watching Bobby mm-hmm. and Bobby follows James to Jacoby's office, uh, where, uh, Donna and James go into the office after Jacoby leaves. And Jacoby has seen that even though they told him where to meet that she's at the gazebo. So he like spots where she is. So Maddie's kind of in trouble because she's there, but Jacoby has is not going to Sparkwood in 21 where they told him to go. He's going to go to where she is. <clears throat> um, and then we see Bobby follow James, and he plans something in Bobby's motorcycle. Um, and then the last scene is we see someone watching Maddie as Laura. and uh, And that's where realization time or the adventures of Barney and Fred uh, ends. I feel like do a we have lot. A better, do we have a better name than that? I like the adventures <laughs> of Barney, but, or you could say, uh, what do we got? Uh, a, a P 
piece of pie with a tied cherry on top? I don't know. That's that's not going to work. Twisted stem. <laughs> you got nothing? Are you not going to help out? I was see. I just was seeing if Sam was still eating chili. No, she's she's gone. She left the house. Oh, really? Nope. The death of a minor bird. <laughs> to kill a minor bird. To kill a minor bird. <laughs> <laughs> we did it. Yeah, that was the We winner. did it. How That's... did someone miss out on that golden opportunity? Well, it's kind of a spoiler, but actually back in those days, they nobody really looked at the name of the episode, so. Well, that because the, the name of the episodes did not exist when the episode aired. Are you sure? I feel like if you no, were the TV were, guy, they no, would have. No, these were later. This was a later thing, and no one, no one claims responsibility for them. No one knows. Uh, no one knows where they came. Well, from. we claim responsibility for To Kill a Minor Bird. <laughs> yes, that was all us. <laughs> in fact, I think we're changing our name from Dish and the Percolator to To Kill a Minor Bird. Yeah, I'm alright um, with that. No, we're not going to do that. I oh, okay. I love our name. That's about all I love about our podcast is our name. <laughs> Yeah, you and me both. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that's yeah, that's the setup. That's like I said, this episode is it just really moves. It's kind of a vehicle, so we don't kind of stop and enjoy as much as we have. I feel like we don't get the kind of quirkiness we've gotten. Um, there are a few kind of interesting mo- moments, um, but mostly this is just kind of driving driving the last episode. Well, so. I feel like out of all the episodes we've seen so far maybe i mean maybe this isn't true but it's i think it's close to probably the most even episode sure where i feel like there's a lot happening but there's still a lot of like fun quirkiness okay things here and there you know like the the whole i'm afraid of birds and the whole barney and fred thing and the yeah. cup of coffee like there's still the moments yeah and then, but there's a lot happening, a lot of characters moving about. So I, I like that part of it. I, yeah. I feel like sometimes you get a lot of characters that you don't care about. And then, you know, I don't know. So if, this season's been up and down for me. Let's just put it that way. Okay. I'm interested to see what the season finale is going to be. We're going to, yeah. I mean, a lot of people kind of say this is the first, this is almost like part one. It, like, it's, it's like almost like a two part, you know, episode seven and episode eight are like one and two. Mm. <clears throat> but, um, yeah, episode, we're going to get to the season finale, which I'm proud of us. <laughs> we haven't got there yet, but I'm still proud of us for getting through a season. No, we'll um, get to it in September. <laughs> we might. <laughs> um, but the next episode is the season one finale, and Mark Frost, I think, wrote and directed it. Um, and it's a great, great episode. So we're going to get to a lot of, uh, we're going to follow up on a lot of the, the threads that have been happening. But, um, every time I hear Mark Frost, I think of Mark Price from Double Dare. No, no, no. That's Mark. That's Mark Harmon. No, 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 no. Mark Harmon's from summer school. Yes. Who's Mark Price? Well, Mark Price is the guy I'm thinking of. Is the guy who the the white basketball player from the Cavs? Who's the guy from Double there? Isn't that Mark Price or the or the Knicks? Mark Summers. Mark Summers. Who then went on to like have a bunch of shows on the Food Network. What's funny is that Sam just showed me a picture, uh, not just now, but a couple of days ago. She showed me a picture of I guess Mark Summers was at Comic Con, like doing a thing. With Double Dare or something. He had like a Double Dare shirt on and he was interviewing people at Comic-Con and he, I think he had eaten all of the green gack because 
he's not a not a svelte man anymore. <laughs> he does these like Food Network shows where they're like, "This is a hot dog dipped in cake that was fried." Like, I'm sure he's like, "Hey, I'm producing this show. I better try one." Yeah, like that's, that's all he does is like like the fair, like the the San Diego fair. Like, I feel like that's probably all he does is eat that kind of food. Yeah, he's the he's the guy Fieri who's older. It was his own physical challenge. <laughs> physical challenges to stay alive. Please, Mark Summers, we need you. They need to bring back that show, man. I don't know. What about a Double Dare podcast? Where you where you just watch old Double Dare episodes? <laughs> I mean, it's not I, the worst idea. I can car I can carve out the time. Can we find? Are the episodes we, online? Somewhere? We obviously can't. <laughs> we'll, no, put Twin Peaks, we'll put I'll put Twin Peaks on the back burner. You know what we could do is, I, what we should do is we should like hold, do, like record the podcast and of for the Double Dare episodes, and then we like get, we don't say who won, and we like go to the listeners. We're like, who do you think won? Based on what the recap we've given you. <laughs> That sounds exciting. Um, well, speaking okay. of listeners, by the way, I want to give a, a quick shout out to, uh, we had emails from two people. Two oh, yeah, one, we didn't two, read them. Two wonderful gentlemen. Well, they were mostly just like, hey, I like, I like the podcast. Thank you guys for doing it. And it was uh, Mike Petner. Oh, yeah. And also from Matt Warburton, two friends from uh, our former, or well, I guess my former place of employment. You still work there. Yeah. SeaWorld. Sometimes, sometimes. And so uh, I just wanted to give a shout out to Mike, Mike and Matt. Thank you guys. Well, you know, Mike Petner uh, pulled me aside and he told me he was listening to the podcast, which I thought was cool because I didn't know that. Yeah. And uh, and it's funny though because what happens, this tends to happen not a lot, but when anybody talks to me about the podcast, most of the time they have seen Twin Peaks. Sure. So our conversations are very limited. You're like, don't. <laughs> yeah. And they go, well, you know, you'll figure that out. And so, but I'm like, I don't want to talk about. It. So it's it's kind of funny. And I, and I, if I remember correctly, Petner has seen all the episodes. And so yeah. he, he kind of was like, oh, but this is a great opportunity for me to rewatch it and listen along with you guys. And I'm like, yeah, totally. I, I, but I don't, I can't have any spoilers. <laughs> yes. But you, but to, ke- to catch everyone up, you kind of maybe have had one. That we're not going to talk about. I maybe had the biggest one, yeah. Yeah, I'm really hoping it's not, but we'll find well, out. But I'm, yeah, it's fine. <clears throat> Either way, I'm enjoying the show. Um, so shout out to those two wonderful gentlemen. Mike had Mike had emailed me the first time just to say he was enjoying it, and then was like, sent another one, uh, and like rightfully so, saying like, "Is it dead? It's not dead. We're back. We're gonna get yeah. through this. I'm gonna drag us through this." Well, as um, you mentioned up top, you were moving across the country. I did. I did just move across country, so it's it was a little not bit of time. easy. Yes, and summertime is a busy. We have we have families. But no excuses. Play like a champion. We're gonna get through this. Rub some dirt in it. Yes, we'll get. Yeah. We're gonna get. We're gonna get it done. So uh, thank you guys for coming back for listening. Yeah. Next episode will be the season one finale, and then you know, like I've talked about, we might mix it up a little bit. Season two. Uh, Maybe have maybe have a guest come in here and there. Um, I'm all about it because the show's the show's gonna evolve, and so uh, we're gonna kind of move with it. We so, keep talking about having John Lorenz on. I, I think I'd like to have John on at least for um, the season two uh, premiere, 
And that's a two-hour episode. There's a lot happening there, and so we'll probably break that up into two parts. But um, we'll talk to John and see if we can work that out. The next episode will be the season one finale. We'll look forward to talking to you, Dallas, on that one. Um, you can follow. Oh, uh, thanks. <laughs> follow us on Twitter. Um, I'm uh, at Sean T O'Donnell, and you are at uh, NKOTB Superfan eighty one. And um, they, you, can you believe there was eighty taken before? Are me? you on Snapchat? God no, I'm an adult. Are you on? You have an eBay? No, you can. Do, do you I'm on anything? Twitter. Can I buy any stuff from you on eBay? I'm on Twitter at Etsy. Dallas what's your underscore Etsy? MC. What's, what's your Etsy? And yeah, you can find me. Oh, I have an Etsy account. Yeah, and I also have a Cincy account. You got any? If anybody's pin- looking for candles? I've got I'm some. Selling. I've got. A, I've got a kitchen remodel Pinterest board. If you want to yeah. see any ideas, <laughs> we have a. Uh, I have a GoFundMe. It's uh, <laughs> you can. <laughs> to help me take care of the four babies from downstairs. Yeah, someone's got to throw money down there. Um, but uh, yeah, we have a website. We do have a website, uh, percolator.com and, um, and a Twitter, d- d- uh, Percolator Pod, right? Percolator Pod, and it'll, I'll just tell you when the next episode's out. <laughs> Better yet, yeah. subscribe on iTunes. Um, thank you for listening. Dallas, any final words? Uh, no, I just want to say, uh, thanks for the people for, for listening and, uh, and, uh, we'll, maybe we try to make a commitment to do the next episode, like within the next week or so. Within the next week or so. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, worth it. You never know. Worth it. You never know. We'll see you next time. Dig that, Kurtz. Don't let yourself be hurt this time. Don't let yourself be hurt this time. Then I saw your face. Then I saw your smile. The sky is still blue. The clouds come and go. Yet something is different. Are we falling in love? Don't let yourself be hurt this time. Don't let yourself be hurt this time. Then your kiss so soft, then your touch so warm. The stars still shine bright, the mountains still high. Yet something is different. Yes, something is different now. The guitar came in. I feel like I'm floating. Floating above a keyboard and a guitar. A guitar. Are we falling in love? Falling. Falling. Are we falling in love?
That's the ketchup. I like coffee. Donuts. <laughs> Russ Tamblin.